cliffcentral.com. But now it's time to go to Johannesburg and to see George Meany, who is joining us from his... Oh. Uh, are you at home or in your office or in your studio? Where are you, George? We can't hear you, George. I think oh. you're muted. Ah. Uh. There it is. Ha, ah, mute button, mute ah, button. Yes, I'm, 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 I'm sl- sadly at home, Gareth. Uh, no, why, why do you say sadly? Are you, you want to get back to the office? Yeah, you know, we're, we're, we're kind of tired of this lockdown now. It's, um, it's, uh, a, you know, f- from a leadership and culture point of view, mm-hmm. um, uh, lockdown is not good. No, um, I agree. You know, we've, for, as a business, we've, uh, uh, we've decided on a, <clears throat> on a policy which brings people back, uh, you know, most of the time when, when lockdown lifts, because we have found that we can work like this. It is possible. Yes. Um, from a cultural point of view, it is, uh, it is a bad thing for a business. Absolutely. I couldn't agree more. We're, we're doing currently about one to two days in the office, uh, each of us. Bulelo um, is obviously there every morning in Simpiwe, but I think it's really important that that people are in the in proximity uh, of each other if they if they're expected to work together. It's it's impossible to carry on like this. In fact, I am to um, my own detriment. I'm going to be back in the studio one or two days. We'll see uh, a week going forward, but we'll we'll figure that out as we go. I'm, I'm just thinking it's something we need to do, even if it's just to get a different feel, a different pace, different energy. Mm-hmm going back into the show. So despite all the criticisms that have been leveled at me that I didn't take very well for doing the show from home, I think there might be a consideration that we might want to do just one or two things back <laughs> in studio. No, gr- growth is the ability to allow the, the feedback I to know. ruminate and then the output. So, uh, it's, I mean, oh, wait, hold on. Uh, Blessings to you, Gareth. Uh, that energy the is the higher yeah. energy that you're holding. Yes, you're holding a higher yeah. energy. Thank you, right Bolelo. Thank you. Yeah. So, George, uh, we've got lots to talk about this morning. Let's get straight into it. George, of course, is uh, the CEO of AutoTrader. That's the business we were talking about when I said to him, are you back in the office yet? And they do Auto Central here on Cliff Central every single week. So what do you got for us this week? Um, so the first story, Gareth, is a Florida man. You know, I thought potholes were only for South Africa. <laughs> Florida man. Yeah. A Florida, Florida man. Here we go. There are, there are potholes in Florida, believe it yeah, or not. A Florida sure. man was got fed up with a pothole near his house, so he planted a banana tree in the pothole there it to is. warn motorists. There it is. Look at that. A big banana it's a tree. Tall, it's quite a tall banana tree, yeah. It's taller than a car. <laughs> it's hilarious. At least you'll miss the pothole. So he got fed up with uh, um, having to put cement in this pothole all the time because uh, the pothole just kept reappearing. Oh, my God. And uh, so he decided to plant a banana tree. Okay. So, look, I mean, it, could be, it could be helpful in helping people avoid it. But if you're looking down for a second and you look up and you're – face-to-face with a tree. It could cause an accident. Yeah, that's a it serious could, although thing. Although banana leaves are quite soft, right? Um, that's true. Look, uh, in South Africa, we've got people who plant ferns and, and lilies and all kinds of other things, water lilies. <laughs> people have put all kinds of things into potholes. I think it's hilarious. What I think is even better, though, is if the, the local p- residents actually fix the pothole, which has also happened occasionally in South Africa. Yep, and uh, if big insurance companies get involved and decide to go yes. on a pothole repair streak, which and, we've spoken about too. And we've given before. them full credit for that. I think that that's one of the best things that the insurance companies have done in South Africa, and I, I'm, I'm really I'm proud of them for doing it. Me too. Um, so the next story, Gareth, is, um, you know, airbags. Uh, airbags were introduced or patented in 1971. Mm-hmm. Long time ago. The Mercedes- 
It's a long time ago. Mercedes-Benz claims to be the first car to have employed the safety device 10 years after the patent. So the 1981 uh, S-Class Mercedes apparently had the first airbag. Right. Um, so, uh, so what Mercedes-Benz have done in order to celebrate the humble airbag is they've decided to recycle um, used airbags and make clothing out of, uh, out of these recycled airbags. You can buy yourself clothing, bags, um, out of these recycled airbags. Uh, um, um, and, well, I'm pretty sure these things are going to become valuable because it's only out of recycled airbags. And, uh, but I don't think they look very nice. Look, uh, here's the clothing you're talking about. It looks horrendous. Who's going to drive around in this? I mean, <laughs> that's the outfit. It's well, it looks like a hazmat suit, and yeah. uh, those are pretty in at the moment. Yeah, that's n- true. Not uh, not my idea of uh, forward fashion, but uh, who the hell am I to to argue? If 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 they say it'll save lives, they're probably people who would want to put that on. I mean, some people will do anything just to prolong their lives. You know, um, if you're going to walk around in that, I think it's also pretty uncomfortable. It must be very hot. Um, yep. I suppose if you want, you know, if you if you're petrified of being in an accident, you know, it's always the the irony though that you'll put on your hazmat suit with airbags in it, and then on that day you'll be fine. But the day you forget to put it on is the day you'll have an accident. <laughs> the thing is, you, you don't know black people. We're gonna swag that thing out, George. We're gonna get oh, that yeah. thing. You're gonna see it. We're gonna get the, you, you know, the the LV bag that goes across the front. We're gonna have that. That's also airbag. You don't know us, and we're gonna be wearing that, by the way. To a pool party. That, that's not just us driving. We're swagging that thing up. Plus, it's Mercedes. Yo, pushy Mercedes. Ah! There's only one way you would wear that airbag, Gimbalela, and that's if it was a BMW. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, that's uh, even, more, point. even more. Yeah, that's right. Okay, very good. <laughs> And now here's an interesting story, um, and this is uh, apparently true. Um, uh, confirmation can't be got from Ford, mm-hmm. um, but uh, um, uh, I don't know if you if you remember in 1994, and, and I don't know why everything seems to lead to this family. Yeah. Okay. In 1994, there was a famous car chase, um, uh, a car chase of O.J. Simpson. Oh yes. <laughs> Okay. OJ Simpson was driving the legendary Bronco. Became legendary Bronco, yes, the Ford Bronco, and uh, that car chase put OJ Simpson, OJ Simpson's Bronco, or the Bronco, on the map. Yes. And my and my comment was, why does everything lead back to the Kardashians? I just oh. don't understand it. Anyway. Um, Ford, uh, at the beginning of lockdown, uh, uh, couldn't manufacture enough cars because the silicon chip shortage started to impact them. So the right. new Ford Bronco, which I sent you a link for, the new Ford Bronco um, uh, was suffering and is still suffering from uh, the inability of Ford to to make the numbers. Um, so unhappy customers would express themselves to Ford dealerships. And guess what Ford has decided to do in order to appease these customers? They've decided to offer a $1,000 kitty for every car dealership to dip into to buy those unhappy customers an alcoholic beverage of their choice. Ooh, that's <laughs> going to be controversial. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. And uh, a little bit close to drinking and driving, but uh, you know, apparently Ford has got this kitty that um, allows them to... Dip into alcoholic beverages for the customers. I don't see a problem with that, but I think a lot of other people will. Um, if if you buy a certain car, you should. I, I reckon if if someone threw in a great deal about like buy my car and get a gun, I'd be like, yeah, I'll buy that car just for the free gun. <laughs> but some some manufacturers would not be comfortable with that, obviously. 
Yeah, yeah. Something. I mean, I think I think by and large, you know, drinking I, and driving I really thought, together there. I thought you were going to build up to the point where you'd say to us, if you buy a Ford Bronco, you get OJ to come and visit your house and murder your wife, and you get a Kardashian oh as, your, as your next wife. That would not, that would be or a Or you deal. get the other glove. Yeah, you should get a, the other glove with the Bronco. <laughs> if the glove does not fit, you must quit. That's right. Imagine OJ in an ad. Now, that would be brave. You see, this is where like, I wish ad agencies or I wish companies which were, which were advertising, you know, that they had a bit of, um, let's say, chutzpah. Because if you got, mm. hi, I'm OJ Simpson, and I made the Ford Bronco famous. I also made murder famous. If you don't buy a Bronco, I could come murder you. Now, that would be a funny ad. Would last you know what? It's you're right. It's not the agencies because they've thought of that. They just, <laughs> sure, they have. It, the pitch wasn't accepted. <laughs> well, no. I mean, there's, there's a there's a there's a local chicken making company that uh, that gets this right quite often. They should visit that company's agency. Right. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, what else you got for us? Sticking with Ford, um, uh, sadly, Ford has decided to end its manufacturing facilities in India as it's taken a two billion US dollar loss in the last Oof. ten years. Ford just can't seem to compete with the likes of Suzuki and Hyundai in India, where the market wow. is more geared towards uh, um, more cost-effective cars. Sure. Okay. Well, it's sad news for India, but maybe it means they'll bring some of it here. So India's losses may be our gain. We, we can only hope. Yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, Ford's quite popular here, especially the uh, um, you know the Ford Buckies and and four by fours and uh, double cabs. They, they're very popular. I mean, they, they're in the top three ser- most searched for vehicles on Auto Trader, um, and you know, very for the good. last who knows how long. So, uh, so we we big Ford fans in South Africa. I don't see Ford going anywhere, to be honest. Excellent. I'm um, from South Africa. And here's a piece of technology, Gareth. Uh, um, um, we might in the future uh, get a rearview mirror. Now, there's a, there's a company that, um, that has been manufacturing rearview mirrors, you know, the auto-dimming rearview mirrors, and you sure. get rearview mirrors where you can push a button and you can program it to open your garage. Yes. Um, and uh, this company's name is little known to be Gentix, and uh, they manufacture rearview mirrors for, for many, many um, OEMs. But they're looking at bringing out a rearview mirror that can capture your iris. And you can okay. imagine the possibilities if a rearview mirror can capture your iris, a biometric um, uh, feature within your car. So there's a, there's oh. a, a version of it on the, on the screen at the moment. So you would basically get into your car, and in, in order to start your car, it would need to recognize you. And then the, exactly. the internal computer would switch on, and all your preferences would come up, like you, your music and your, your navigation and everything else. And your car would be able to interact with you properly. It's kind of like facial recognition in your phone. Yeah, exactly. Very good. Um, you know, so it's, 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 it's going to become more and more difficult over time to, uh, uh, to steal cars, to, um, you know, to break into them, to, uh, to do anything with them sure. because, uh, you, you have to have the human, um, in order to do anything with that car. Well, I think that's that's probably one of the things I love about cars at the moment is how technologically advanced they are. I mean, they're magnificent machines, whether you prefer the, the ICE engine or you, you like the electric vehicles. Um, and, and then they also have these in, incredible systems inside them, which have just made travel 
a very high-tech experience. It's great. Even the cheapest car around now, George, I keep saying this, even the cheapest car around now has got more technology and more electronic and, and electric advancement in it than the best car 10 years ago. Probably more than the, than the uh, shuttle that went to the moon. Oh, for sure. For sure. It's fantastic. And, and you know what's quite cool about that, George, is I think where it might go, even if they do hijack you, let's say, hijacking happens, is that mm-hmm. perhaps the tech by that time will be so good that they'll see when you're startled. You, you, you know, it can, it can pick up through your iris oh, because yeah. we know through dilation we, we can pick up the, 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 the sort of human state. That would be an awesome safety feature as well. You know, not exactly. Just, Drinking not and problem. driving, being able to being able to tell your state of mind, yeah. maybe. Or if you're feeling yeah. if you're feeling sleepy, like there are those cars that have the ability to kind of wake you up. Um, you know, shudder the make the sheet the seat shudder sheet shudder, make the seat shudder and make, make the the steering wheel vibrate or whatever I'm it is. Sorry, darling. Sorry to wake you up like this, but I made the sheet shudder last night. <laughs> Just one last thing before you go, George, and before all of us uh, get stuck into our weekend. This is a picture of Kim Jong Un at the big parade in North Korea. Uh, yesterday, which of course is, you know, it's their big moment to shine. They spend about three quarters of their budgets on this big military parade to show how extremely successful they are as a country, even though people are eating their own babies in the streets because they're so hungry. Uh, here's Kim Jong-un, though. I think Donald Trump had a tremendous influence on Kim Jong-un. He's looking tanned. He's looking fit. He's not as fat as he was. He's dressed in a nice suit. I think that we can credit Donald Trump with this. Look here. Tommy, that doesn't look a little Trumpian to you. Huh? You're actually right. I'm telling if you. you. Compare him, if you compare him to his hand color right. and his arm color. Right. He's a little bit he's orange. A, he's definitely bit... gone for, for just the face tan. I'm telling you, it's Donald Trump's influence on Kim Jong-un. He's westernized him. He's wearing a suit and tie. He, uh, he, he's, he's looking tanned. I'm, uh, this is a good influence, a long-lasting influence of the Donald Trump <laughs> regime. So well done to him on that front. Let's give credit where it's due. All right, everybody, have a happy weekend. Thank you, George.